You're now listening to the Tribe Call Bless podcast. Welcome to the tribe. I ain't worried about nobody trying to stop my shine Coming back for everything these haters stole is mine In the field, in the trenches, working overtime They ask me how I'm doing, I say I'm just fine Homie, I'm blessed, yeah I'm blessed, yeah Ladies and gentlemen, you're now watching, you're now listening yeah. to the new TCB podcast, the Tribe Called Blessed podcast. Allow us to reintroduce ourselves, you know exactly why we're here. Uh, we're just doing another episode, you know what I'm saying? We're going to discuss what's going on in the world, what's taking place. Yeah. Um, we're going to, you know, just try to, you know, share our thoughts and our hearts and uh, just kind of go through our feelings a little bit about what's going on. So, you know, you definitely know how to contact us. You know, hit us up on the Twitter, the IG, the FB, at the TCB Podcast. Emails, the same thing, at the TCB Podcast. Uh, no, the TCB Podcast at gmail.com if you want to yeah. connect with us. Um, hopefully, y'all caught our uh, our live we did on IG. We're going to try to do those every once in a while. Um, but, uh, yeah, we just coming to y'all live and direct. Uh, with another episode discussing what's taking place in our country. So, you know, I got my brother in the building. Who's in the building? Your boy, Jay Davis. Uh, you can find me um, on Instagram and Twitter at J-A-Davis-I-I. And you can find me um, on uh, my website at jdavis.co. Yeah. Yes, yes. So, you know, we know, we know, we know, we know it's a lot going on. It's be honest with y'all, I don't know how to feel about everything that's going on. I have a lot of mixed emotions. Um, definitely, you know, as a as a black man, as a Christian, I'm very frustrated. I'm I'm hurt. I'm um, I'm sad for the family. I'm sad that uh, you know, Ahmad Aubrey had to go through what he had to go through and yeah. die that way. I'm sad for Breonna Taylor that. She had to die that way, and her boyfriend had to be uh, arrested up for trumped-up charges. Um, I'm upset for, you know, uh, Mr. Cooper in New York, you know, who was lied upon and called the police on, you know, and I'm definitely, I don't even know how to feel. I mean, like, it's just definitely upset for... um, Um, definitely, I'm sad for uh, Mr. Mr. George Floyd and his yeah. his family. Um, so, you know, we just wanted to kind of just talk about it. You know, just kind of discuss and just just kind of just see where we're at with it. You know, it's like uh, with these type of situations, as a black man, as a black believer, um, you know, it's tough to kind of talk about because. You get, you we, you know, you, you're already at a point of exhaustion. You're exhausted with what's taking place. You're exhausted. You're, you're confused. Like, why does this keep happening? Like, why? Like, why do we keep coming back to the same place? Um, but the way this happened is it, it awoken up something in America that I, I personally believe that 
what took place and how it took place, the timing of it, it forced America to look at something and to deal with something that the black community, the Latino community has been screaming about for decades. And now it happened on camera. It happened during a pandemic when people had nothing to do but watch. Sir. Nothing else to do but pick up your your social media. So now everything that has been discussed and said and been pushed to the side for so long is like, do you see what we're talking about now? To see a man get basically uh, suffocated to death. A 10-minute video, bro. A 10-minute video of a man being suffocated by the police. Yeah. And it's just uh it's just tough to even think that like we we saw that we witnessed that. Yeah. Like literally the the world is is literally right now fighting on behalf of black and latino people in America, the world. There's protests happening in Italy, yeah. in London. I mean all over the country. They say they haven't seen this many protests at once in the country since Martin Luther King was assassinated. Crazy. They have, they've never seen this before. So we are literally in historic times in our country and the world is watching. You know, I'm gonna be honest, before we even get started with the discussion, I was at my parents yesterday who was talking about it. And my mom says something that really been on my mind ever since she said it. I woke up with it on my on my mind. She said, This just shows you that we all have a purpose of life. Even our death has a purpose. She said, Who I bet you he didn't think that he was gonna die that day. But because he died, something awoken up within the people in this country and around the world to see and be a voice and be a, an, an example of what we have been talking about for years. So it's just it's just crazy, man, to think that this is what's happening right now. But man, like, how do you feel about it, man? Like, take us through, like, from you, of course, you know, of course we saw the Ahmaud Aubrey tape. Now, just that alone was already shocking for us. We was looking like, yo, they, they, they chased that dude down. Like, as the more details come out, you're like, yo, you really chased this dude down in your car. Then you hear about the Brianna thing, and you're like, oh, dang, that's wild. Like, what? Then you see this. Like, how did like how, how did you... How did how are you doing with all of this? It's not normal. No. I think we talked about it. Uh, I, I'm feeling... I'm, I'm a little everywhere, I'll be honest with you. Uh... We, it's, it's not normal though, bro. Like, it is not normal to watch people die. It's not normal to watch people kill. That's stuff that, you know, we thought we would see in movies. Um, for me, and we've talked about it in, in episodes before, you know what I mean? It is sometimes that, trying to find that balance of how black do I need to be? How Christian do I need to be? You know what I mean? In ways they're very combined, combined into one. Um, because, you know, as a, as a Christian, as a Christ follower, you know, we, we most definitely should seek justice 
you know, look for mercy, you know what I mean? Walk humbly, you know what I mean? Like do those things um, from a from a necessary from a necessary standpoint. But for me, man, like it's just sad. Like I'm I'm more sad because for people that have had really traumatic experiences, they're really experiencing they're experiencing the trauma at another at a deeper level than some others. Mm-hmm. Um, than some others in this moment. So man, when you see so many people are struggling, you see so many fr- so many people frustrated. You have to really protect your heart. You have to really protect your peace in those moments. You know what I mean? Um, to not just be strong for yourself, but you know, to be supportive of, of other people. You know. Um, so for me, man, like I think more than anything, I'm just a little more 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 saddened uh, from this from the scenario, man. Like I'm I'm tired of um, I'm kind of getting tired of seeing like angry people. You know what I mean? And people mm-hmm. consistently walking either in anger or in fear. Right. Um, having to having honest biases and frustrations pent up in their mind because of how they feel about about where we're at. Right, right. You know what I mean? So um yeah man, it's crazy. Like it's it's this is some really interesting interesting times that we're in. Um with all that's with like all that's really going on, like really interesting times. And it's just really sad. You know, I think that's just the biggest thing. It's more like more sad. You know what I mean? And just have questions because it's like, you know, I'll be honest with you, bro. Like, I think a lot of questions rise up about, especially like in our neighborhoods, because like the stuff that we see, like we hear about in like more major cities, like such as like the LA's and like the New York's and the Chicago's and like the Texas and like, you know, Miami, and then, like, maybe some of your rural southern states, like, such as, like, North, North, North Carolina, um, like, Georgia, like, you know, you know what took place in Atlanta. But, man, we live in, me and you, we live in the burbs mm-hmm. or some bourbon-like areas. Mm-hmm. And to know that things are, are really being impacted in this area just really makes you wonder, makes me think about, like, man, like, what is life? You know what I mean? After, like, we knew, like, and it's crazy, bro, like, we said... Like society already said that in like 2020 that it's not going to be the same because like because we're still in COVID 19. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like this whole COVID 19 scenario. Mm-hmm. But bro, like on top of this, like man, like we society practically has said forget COVID 19. We're going to protest regardless. Ain't no, we ain't heard no reports right of COVID 19 cases. You know what I mean? Um, and um. It's just nuts, man. Like, I don't know. I just, I'm just more sad. You know what I mean about it? I was talking to some family about it. I think what's brought solace, man, is like, you know, my peers and my friends and people that I recognize as family from all creeds and cultures have been reaching out. You know what I mean? And just like, man, you good? Just checking on you. I've had some of like, have some, have some people in the, the African-American community, the black community just reach out and just, or like, you know, we've had just simple conversations and you know what I mean? It's just like, you know, it's like, you know, there are people that care, you know? I think that yeah. we said it on the IG post, man, and um, when we did the IG live, you know, I recognize, I for sure recognize that everyone that is, that not all police officers are, are inhumane. Absolutely. I recognize that all individuals that are not black are not racist. Right. I mean, there's just a few bad apples that are spoiling the bunch. And some people are taking negative advantage of these situations. Right. And that's just really the sad thing. It's like, it, it's almost like, um, it, it's just that, that spirit of instigation, man, that is just really, it's really, really ugly, you know? And we just really need the Lord to, you know, just continue to do his his work. God is already working behind the scenes and we don't know it. 
right it's really it's just really um it's just really a struggle to see like but people are are very callous and don't even know that they're callous and they they're they're getting a rise from from the fact that like people are truly hurting you know what i mean like i think that's that's part of that yeah and then that's the part that sucks is that um in the midst of all of this protesting that you have those groups of people you know they've been identified as you know liberal groups white supremacists that are more even just you know weirdo people just taking advantage of this protest and all the protests are starting off peaceful and then it takes a turn when a certain group comes into the picture and they want to start vandalizing and breaking down things and you know setting fires and that's just, that's sad because it's like it shows you man that like for we have never in my, in my lifetime in my lifetime I've never seen such unity at these protests before, mm-hmm. ever. So you saw that, you know, and what I mean by this, like, you see the pictures of how when Martin Luther King marched, he had, like, multiple ethnicities with him. Yeah. In my lifetime, you mostly see, like, it's mostly black folks sprinkled with some whites, some Latinos, some other other ethnicities. This particular moment, it's like everybody is like, yo, things need to change because that what we saw is crazy. Yeah. And to think that in that time in this time of unity, finally there's we're all coming together for one cause, that there's people out there will take advantage of that to make this cause look to take away the message of the cause. That's evil to me. Yeah. It's like don't don't use this moment as a way for you to like I'm gonna give me some free sneakers. I'm gonna go, you know, I, I've been wanting to break something lately because I've been in the house for these months. So I'm gonna go ahead and just break down and burn something. Like out of control. It's out of control. It's wild, bro. Like some of the stuff, like we're talking offline, some of the stuff I have never thought I would see on TV before in my life. Like seriously. Somebody got their tail. You know what I'm saying? Like, people getting beat up. I mean, some of the stuff I'm seeing the police is doing. Like, that's the crazy part about this, too. Like, bruh, police, you know we watching. You know we, you know you want the clock, brothers. And sisters, white, black, all the ethnicities. And y'all still out here getting crazy? That, that right there was wild within itself. But I'm like, yo, don't, don't use this. Don't use the pain of a, of a group of people. And don't use the compassion of another group of people who's choosing to be empathetic and you and be compassionate and want to join in and, and bring some type of solution and healing to what we're dealing with. Don't use that as an opportunity for you to loot, for you to riot, for you to be an arson. You know what I mean? For you to, to go around beating up people or shooting people or killing people. Like, that's just evil to me. I don't understand that mindset. And it's sad seeing, you know, um, Organizers put so much work into these protests. You know, reaching out to different ethnicities, different groups to organize something peaceful and then for people to come in and hijack it right in front of them. But they can't do anything because we're trying to do this in the name of peace. That's the sad part. And then the media takes it and run like, oh, see, you see how you see how it is? It's just all this negativity. 
And we know there's more peaceful protests happening than there is negative protests, but they're not showing that. So it's just giving everything a bad look. And I just, I just want better, man. I want better because it's like, man, it's like our children are watching this. Our next generation is watching this, bro. We have an opportunity to make a, a change that our children are going to benefit from. I don't know if you saw that clip or if you sent it, but there was this clip, I think it was on uh, the Saga's, um, the yes. Saga's page, where yeah. 30, I think the gentleman was 31 years old, and he was trying to be the mediator between this 45-year-old, you know what I mean, and the 16-year-old, yes. and trying to help the 45-year-old see that, man, like, if we're going to start using utilizing violence, that's not going to take us anywhere. Right. And but you could see what was crazy is you could see the, e- the equivalent anger in all three of those yeah. gentlemen about what was going on, and it was like you could see the crazy thing about that scene, man, is you could genuinely you could also genuinely see the um, that sixteen year old was like a sponge. Yes. So it was like either if 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 the forty five year old would have said like forget this. Yo, we're going to smash the windows. That 16-year-old yeah. was ready for war. Right, right. When that 31-year-old gentleman was like, that's not the way. Right. You see him like, I'm right. angry and I want to make it right. Right. And right. I don't know what to do, you know? Right. Um, and what's interesting, man, you, you know, you know, this is not a, it's not a 60-year-old problem. And we talked about that on IG. This is a, this is a 400-plus-year problem. Right. This is, this is people being taken away from their homeland, people losing their homeland. Mm-hmm. This is people, this is, this is, this is, this is, this is generational frustration that's been built yes. up. Mm-hmm. But this is not a 60 year old problem that we're dealing with. This is a, this is a 400 year problem. 400 years. Yeah. That we're 400 years, 400 plus years, if we want to mm-hmm. be honest about it. You know what I mean? Right. Where, where for the longest African Americans and any non-Anglo-Saxon individual from minority uh, that were that were utilized by particular minority groups, and I want to be very fair about that, mm-hmm. as props and as 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 jokes and things of that nature. You know what I mean? Years and years and years of systematic uh, racism and years and years of um, of of of, uh, of just tr- just true evil in a way, you know what I mean? Right, and, right. Um, where you know, I'm glad that I'm. I agree with what you said on Friday when we when we talked. I agree I, that there's an appropriate right, way to protest and the looting. I don't condone it, but I understand it. Yeah. If it's yeah. a pro- uh, uh, if it's done from a place of survival, especially if it's right. I don't condone it. I understand right. it from a place of right. survival. Right. Because and that's another thing too about the looting that we have, you know, I, I thought about this earlier that we have to be mindful of is that we're at a place in the country where people don't have jobs. So we don't know how much people are struggling on top. You know, so people are losing jobs. They can't work. Some people are struggling to pay bills, whatever. And then this on top of it. Yeah, and the two the thing too, bro. Like, not only are people don't have jobs, but people are starting are starting to lose jobs that they have the opportunity to go back to. Yes, 
my sister talked about it and I don't know the name of the shoe store and I probably will go on a shoe blog or something like that to figure it out. Oh yeah, I saw that in LA where Virgil yeah, was talking. Um, dope shoe spot got got jacked up. You talk about man, you know oh, how they got it. ransacked, bro. They wiped it out. I was shocked. I was like, "What?" Yeah, you know how you know how much investment goes into building. We we have peers that have their own spots. Right. You know what I mean? And the sad thing, I was reading uh, a prolific minister um, and like author and speaker that I would, that I really have a lot of respect for. He talked about the issue with looting. He was like, because man, sometimes that, that looting takes years. Yeah. Years and years to, to recover from. You know what I mean? So like literally, literally like people are literally using, losing their livelihood because people, because people are not being fair. People are not being nice. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, it's not being fair, not being nice. You know what I mean? So it's just kind of like, man, we, we're, we're I mean, p- the callousness of people's hearts. Right. Have to, right. have to be really think, Yeah, the people have to, ch- exactly. I was just going to say that people have to check themselves. You know, I was, uh. <laughs> uh, I was just telling you offline that I'm starting to get annoyed by people using this protest moment as photo ops, sir, bro. Like this is the thing, man. Like, and this and this is something we, you know, social media, man. Like, and we all are, we all are consumed by it in some way or another. Yeah. So I'm not even trying to make it seem like social media is is terrible. I'm not saying that. Yeah. But how people use it is terrible. Yeah. Like, bro, my thing is this. If you're there for the cause, unless you're trying to document something that we need to see for your protection, for your for your history in case something goes down, for all of this, all of the poses with the middle finger up, with the background of a burning building, all that stuff, like just, you know, just being a part of a, a when things get crazy, you want to just pose up with a middle finger up with the police behind you. That stuff is uncalled for. See, that's causing damage too to the movement. Yeah. Because like more than anything, man, like stay focused on the task at hand. Stay focused on the cause. Like, if you dare to protest, make sure that everybody else around, be aware, make sure everybody else around you is there for the same cause as you. If you see somebody vandalizing, that's when you turn your camera on, like, boom, hey, look, this is who it is, boom, 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 whatever, document that. But, like, the whole posing, the photo ops, you know, being being IG models on the move, I'm not with that, bro. Like, I'm just not really with that. I just feel like, you know, I feel like... I just feel like, man, it's like this. This is a serious moment in our history. Yeah, it's this serious. Like, this is an opportunity. You know, things are changing. Let's say that. I want to speak speak life into it. Yeah, man. I honestly believe that things are changing, even if we might not see tangible change off the back. But minds are being changed. Consciousness yeah. is being changed. People are starting to see through the filter of our eyes. Yeah. For once. Yeah. Yeah. And I think this is a great opportunity to not taint that filter 
by you know putting putting some putting some swag on it, putting some juice on it that need to be there. You know what I'm saying? We don't need no juice on it right now. Yeah. We need it to be plain. We need it to have we need to have that thing bland and plain so people can see, yo, this is what it is. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I wanna um I don't know if if, if you mind, I wanna take a because as you're talking about change, I you know, and I put a tweet out, you know what I mean? We'll see if it's received or not. You know what I mean? But I really feel this. I really wanna give a lot of props to Swiss Swiss Beats and Timberland. Right. Um, I only got to catch like 20 minutes of today's versus battle. Um, but the 20 minutes that I did catch, right, it was so life changing. And I just really want to, like, as you're talking about like life, man, I really want to give them their props because I feel like, man, what seemed like very competitive and I feel like has become more of like a beacon of hope in our time. You know what I mean? There's something special mm-hmm. about music and art, right. Where, we're able to, um, we're able to like, it, it, it's a healthy escape. It's a, it's a healthy combo. Um, it can bring a lot of hope. And I just really believe that like they're, they did an amazing job. And I think they, man, it was really interesting, man. Um, and I want to, and I want to tag this. When I saw the preview to the conversation that Swiss Beats, Timbaland and Timbaland had with Fred Hammond and Kirk Franklin, they said straight up, we need that anointing. Like we need need that anointing, right? And I want to tag that with this thought. Um, Yes, we do. We number one, yes, we do need we need anointed individuals. But I also want to say, and I said this again, I really think in this time more than anything. And I had a conversation with my pastor today. um, We need we need anointed individuals, but we need anointed individuals in all seven spheres. Mm -hmm. Because man, if we're if we're depending only on celebrities, as me and you kind of discussed partially in this moment, then we're we're lost, right? We need politicians. We need people. We need continual politicians of diversity um, that have the spirit of God. You know what I mean? We we need people in law enforcement. We need doctors. Yeah. We need lawyers. Absolutely. We need, we need construction yeah. workers. We need every. We need influential people that are leaders and forefront um, and authors and things mm-hmm. of that nature that continue to bring that change because check this out to add to that before you continue we need mayors we need councilmen we need new senates exactly see what i'm saying yeah exactly we need we need people that are willing to buck against the system Mm -hmm. that is going to make the system uncomfortable yeah that is really causing us to have real conversations yeah we need some disruptors we need real disruptors bro Mm -hmm. real disruptors um right and not saying that it will be perfect, right? I'm, I'm not looking for perfect. I'm looking for progression, though. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. Because one day, bro, you know, if God says the same, we'll have kids that have to grow up in this society. Yeah, right. We need, and if if Junior <laughs> or right. Princess, right. right, you know, if you know, if God doesn't bless them with musical genius or athletic genius like they did, like he did Papa. Like, right. I still want you to know that you can make a difference if you want to be a writer. Right. If you want to be a mayor. If you want to be the next president of the United States. It's very possible. These are the things that you'll need. To, you'll have to work through. These are things that you need to do in order to make that happen. But I'm looking for you. Like, you know, we need we need to do that 
because what's happening, and you kind of alluded to it, yes, we are, we are all consumed by social media in a way, but one of the issues that social media has brought upon us is that, you know, we want instant success. Yeah. You know what I mean? And with that instant success, we want notoriety. And what we need to see, we need to see people that have longevity that can that can build that. I was watching Michelle Obama's um, Becoming last night on Netflix. Mm-hmm. And one thing that we see in her story is we see somebody that practiced longevity. Right. Um, and had to deal with longevity. And look at now, again, the influence that that she has now, you know what I mean? Um, and and still people are looking towards her for, for empowerment and leadership. Mm-hmm. So I just really, man, like I really, like I think in, if we're going to see change, if we're going to see any form of change, we're going to see it in the, in the aspect, we're going to see it in the aspect of, of, of when there's again when there's diverse healthy di- healthy diversity right in all seven spheres you know what i mean right. religion government media honestly feel uh, man i feel like in this time in this season and i, I find it kind of i'm be you tell me what you think in the in the in 2020 i feel like we have been seeing so many false kingdoms be brought down it's like the pandemic tag has exposed all facades. All of our celebrities looking old and beat up. They died and ran out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> all of the Beijing is gone. Um, I mean, like, everything. Everything is just being like the curtain is being lifted. It's being pulled back and it's like, look. I don't think I've ever seen anything like that, bruh, in my lifetime where so much is being exposed. You know what I mean? I'm just like, wow. So to me, it's like, like you're saying, it is truly a time of changing of the guards in a lot of different areas. And I agree with you, you know, man, I think more than anything, this should be a time where we sit down with our children for those who have children and you let them know, like, look, you see what's going on? Yeah. Yes. You if you want to be you could definitely be a basketball player if you work hard enough. You could definitely be um a singer if you work hard enough. Or work hard enough. But it's not a guarantee you're gonna make it. But if you work hard, you get there. But what's a guarantee is you can make a change if you do this. If yeah. you decide you wanted to, you know, if you wanted to help your community and then go up the ranks. You know what I'm saying? Like this is right. an opportunity to really Push that and, and show your children, like, this is why we need you to stay on task because we need you to help bring some solutions to this because I'm not going to be here. But what's happening now that you're going to be living through? Yeah. So I, I, I agree with you, bro. This is a definite uh, opportunity to bring some some perspective to some our younger generation, some reality, so that they could bring some solutions and balances. And I, and I, I agree with you. I do believe that what what Tim and Swiss have done has brought some great levity to the situation. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, just brought some um, escapism, some peace. Like, bruh, like people are literally watching their phones for three hours. These battles. But it feel like a big family reunion, bruh, and them battles. Right. Like, exactly. today was special. I don't, I didn't get to hear, I didn't get to see the T.D. Jakes piece. But I, the, see that part, but I saw everything else, yeah. But the piece that I did caught, I caught the Tamla Man part. Tamla there Man, was, yeah. Bro, there were so many lessons in that Tamla Man between the time of Tamla Man and 
when Kirk Franklin did Melodies of Heaven from Heaven. Okay. There were just so many. I mean, they had Marvin Sapp earlier. Bro, they had Marvin Sapp. Uh, they brought up Marvin Sapp. Fred Hammond brought up Marvin Sapp, and he talked about the story behind one of the commission songs. About how he, like, something happened in the group, but they needed somebody new. So they he asked him to be, and he said, and the first song I wrote for him was this one. And it was a jam. It was like, dang. And then Kirk was like, man, you got to do it. And they played Never Could Have Made It. I was like, oh, my God. I was like, bro, we are truly having a worship service right now. This is a praise and worship service right now. It's not even a battle. It's truly a praise and worship service. And then when he was singing Never Could Have Made It, for him, it was his background. I said, Lord Jesus. Hey, Father? Father? No, I was like, if Jesus comes back today, like, I understand. Now bro, I need you to hold off. Jesus, hold off, Lord. I but everybody was in that. Like, it was crazy. Like, I saw so many celebs uh-huh. in that. Like, oh, we, we know what's up. But again, man, like, that was necessary. And Fred was like, yo, it's heavy in here, y'all. We got to lift this. We got to lift the spirits. Yeah. <laughs> I was like. No, yeah. Again, and remember, we used to we, we used to always say it, we got to uh, we got to protect our legends. We got to. Yeah, we do. We got to protect our yeah. legends, man. Like. Bro, Kirk and Fred, you know what I mean? Not to digress, but like just as a thought, man, Kirk and Fred most definitely have gone through the ringer in regards to like how gospel music should be approached. Absolutely. But bro, we see how necessary their the music that they've been given was. Yeah. But man, you know how many people got to hear Jesus today? Exactly. You know, um, Fred told a story about how people got mad at him got mad at commission for wearing jeans on the cover he's like people was mad at this protest and they didn't even want to get it they didn't even want to buy our album he said but they couldn't get away from them hits though he said we had them hits so there he said they couldn't they couldn't let it go he said they had to let it go they had to let us wear our guest jeans i was dying yo uh, yeah <laughs> so now nah, you're right man they uh, when they went to jesus jesus uh that's what we call you i was uh, like I said, oh, Lord, right after Tamla Man? Uh, they did the, um, he played Running Back to You. He was like, this is my first song I ever wrote, y'all. I said, this is your first song you've ever wrote? You wrote a freaking classic? Wow. I was like, yeah, you touched, brother. You got the, you got the, hey, David? You got the Midas, you got the Midas pin. <laughs> he got that bag, boy, got that oil. Got that, oh, <laughs> that joint is fire. That was his first joint that he ever wrote. He says the first song I ever wrote, and he was like, "Running back." I was like, "Wow!" But that wow. had friends all over it, though. It makes sense. Yeah, 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 man. It's like you're right, man. We gotta take care of our legends, man. And I'm glad that they were able to be used. That allow the Lord to use them yeah. for this season, for this day, man. And I, you know, I was I was very pleased with seeing a lot of pastors. Um, who are able to, and I agree with you, you know, and, and I think what we should, we should talk about that is that I know a lot of people say like, if you don't say anything, you know, you're part of the problem and everything. But I think that, um, with certain people, that's true. Yeah. Certain people, certain organizations who come off as if they're so aware and quote unquote woke and to see you be very silent during this time. Yeah, that's saying something about you because it's like, are you really about what you portray yourself to be about? Yeah. But then there's people who don't know what to say or choose to be like, you know what? I'd rather not say anything and I'd rather pray. 
Um, but then I, there's people who choose to say, you know what, I'm going I'm I'm to open, open up my platform. And I was pleased to see a lot of pastors open up their platform and not be afraid to speak about the situation, even if they didn't know all the, all the things to say, or even if they didn't want to go into long interviews or sermonettes about it, but just say, hey, look, I see what's going on. This is crazy. I'm praying. I'm standing. I was pleased to see that because I think that more than anything, man, you know, I was watching something earlier today from an older, an older person. And they were saying, like, back in the day, the church was the safe haven. The church was the place that we, the church was the place that they would go to organize protests. That was the place that they would go do that for. So the church has a responsibility. Yeah. You know what I mean? And um, I just, I just know that a lot of people are hurting. A lot of people are frustrated. And a lot of people, I believe, are going to be running to God. Asking them, like, Lord, what's next? Like, what's where, where do we go from here? You know, and um, I just want to encourage people, man. Like, I mean, don't be afraid. You know, don't be afraid to pray right now in this season. Don't be pressured into speaking if you don't have the words. Um, don't be pressured into doing something that you truly don't know nothing about. You know, don't follow into the pressure of that. But truly, you know, do what you what you truly can do yeah. to, to, um, to help. You know what I mean? Like I would love, I'm, I'm, like I told Jeff, I don't want to go to a protest, but I definitely don't want to be out there. You know what I'm saying? If it get too wild, because I'm not going to lie to you. Somebody run up on me. I might have to put the elbow in their mouth. You know what right. I'm saying? It's like, you know, that's the thing, man. Like I'll be, I'll be very honest with you. It's not, I have nothing against the protesting. You're in I, I, you know, I, if it's done peacefully, it's done respectfully, and if all sides agree that this is what's going to happen, unless there's no shenanigans. The fact is, I can't trust anybody because people want the shenanigans. What the shenanigans? People want the people want the the publicity, and they might not want the credit for it, the eruption, but they most definitely will find joy mm-hmm. out of it. And that's where I have an issue with. You know what right, I mean? Right. Right. Um, but it goes back to like uh, what people are saying. There's a difference between protesters and there's a difference between rioters and looters. Yeah. And I think that, you know, we got to make sure that uh, I wish they would make that more clear when they could cover uh, the protests. Yeah. Yeah, I think too, like, but, and that's the thing, like, people are protesting, but then you have, again, bad apples. Yeah. Who know, like, they just, I just saw on, Online, so there's a there's a protest that's not taking that far away from where we where we're at, and literally, excuse me, um, literally, um, they said that somebody pulled up um, on one of the protesters with um, with the gun and act like they were going to pull the trigger, stuff like that. You know what I mean? I just saw another post, unfortunately, that says that a pregnant woman just lost her life. You know what I mean? Oh, here. Uh, Sounds like either East Coast or Midwest. Wow. This is... This is like... This is the stuff that I'm... Concerned about. These these are the things that, like, you know, I'm... I'm, That we're we're discussing. You know what I mean? Like, where it's like people have the right... You know, that's a part of our amendments. Mm -hmm. Speech, right? Like, and people should have the right to have freedom of speech. Right. Even in 
even in like a sense of even in a sense if we don't agree like that's the beauty of america that should be the beauty of america that i can be able to speak my peace and my frustrations without feeling like my life is in has a potential to be in shambles right. you know what i mean so right. Oh. You know what I would love to do, bro? Honestly, I would love. I was. I was telling. I was telling my lady. I said, because you know I live uh, close to the downtown area of the city I live, and I would just mm-hmm. put it that way because I don't need nobody trying to run up because I got the thing, thing. It would go bang, bang if you choose to do the shenanigans. You feel me? Yeah. But now I'm just saying, like, I would love to go to the center of the downtown area of the city I stay in. And just put up a sign and say, "Let's who wants to pray with me for our country, bro." That would you know how beautiful that would be. I will. I want to do that, bro. I think I might do that. I'm, I'm not gonna lie; it's kind of uncomfortable. I'm kind of afraid of what could happen. Um, let's talk offline. I, I'll, I'll throw something in your ear. All right, for sure. But that's just something I would love to do. My lady was like, "Yeah, you know, you just gotta be." She said, like, "You should do it, but you just gotta be careful," you know. But I would love to do that. You know, like, who wants to pray about our country? Yeah. Let's, you know. But more than anything, man, I just want people to understand, man, that for those that are out there protesting, we support you. Yeah. We hear you. We're praying for you. Please, please be safe. Take care of your community. Pay attention to what's going on. And more than anything, you know what I'm saying, do not forget why you're out there. Don't forget why you're doing it. And remember... The generation behind us is watching. Yeah. So make sure that you do it respectfully and honorable. And if you see anybody that's out there doing it for clout or anything else, stop them. Do what you can to stop them. I'm not saying put your life on the line, but I'm saying uh, stop them and remind them that this is why we're doing this. So, and then for those that are out there doing too much, for those who oppose or choose to take advantage of this opportunity to do some crazy wild stuff, you should be ashamed of yourself. And more than anything, just know this, you ain't getting away with nothing. Right. You, hey, God sees all, and you're not getting away with nothing. Trust me when I tell you this, you're not getting away with it. Yeah, so I believe people will lose sleep for sure. Yeah, so when you do stuff like that, like when you choose to be um, on a uh, a riot, a rioter on purpose, a riot, uh, a looter, a person that's going out there vandalizing, just know you might get away with it for that moment. But if somebody run up on you, you feel me? I feel you. If somebody deal with you their way because you you messing up their business, just know that you you reaping what you sowing at that moment. Yeah. Speak truth, bro. Speak truth, my brother. I'm gonna be honest with you, bro. I might be in the minority in this mindset, but I honestly believe, man, that more people should be legal gun owners. To be honest, I'm gonna be real. <laughs> legal gun owners that are careful. And responsible, but I, but I, me and my parents were talking about this yesterday, and uh, I feel like in our community, because of things that take place with us, yeah. we're kind of afraid to take advantage of certain rights that we have because because just how things are, and I get it, but 
I do feel that we should take advantage of certain rights so we don't get caught in a bad spot. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Can I, can I say something on yeah, that? Yeah. I agree with you, and I agree with you on this basis. I would rather have more, I would rather have more legal gun users than more uh, illegal gun. Absolutely. Owners. Yes, I agree. I, I, and, and if it's based on the idea of safety, with the appropriate precautions, I think right. that is so. Um, Bro, wait, did you did you see in Atlanta they beat up that dude? Bruh, they beat the living. I teared up seeing this, bro. I don't know, dude. It broke my heart. Think, baby. So it was a business owner. I think it was. I don't know if it was an Asian dude or a white dude. I couldn't see because they just jumped on this dude so quick. He came out with a sword trying to protect his business, bro. When I tell you like 15 people, you couldn't see him no more. They jumped on him so quick. They jumped on him, beat him up, stumped him out. The skateboarders was just hitting him in the head with the skateboard. When they got off of him and they ran off, he was just like twisted up, bro. I was like, I couldn't believe it. And I thought to myself, see, you got that you got to have that thing because, like, the sword. Hey, what are you going to do with a sword against fire? But if you pull out that gun, people going to know, like, it's and that's what I mean. I believe you should be a gun owner for situations like that because there's pictures floating around of people in Minneapolis that are black business owners, owners who are legal gun owners, and they're sitting outside like, nope, not this, not this, not this business. And I believe, man, like, we got to protect ourselves, man. Um, Seriously, like... We gotta protect ourselves, like because I think a lot of times, man, the situation, like even with the Ahmad Aubrey situation, like, like man, and I and I know it could have got ugly, but he died. But like, just think if he had a, that, that thing on him legally, yeah. Like, yo, what you running up on me for? What? No, I didn't do nothing. What are you talking about? You know what I'm saying? Like, again, man, like you know, it goes back to my statement, man. I think. There's a lot of things that need to happen. I, I do think that there needs to be more diversity in our front offices. Yes. In our places of influence. Because this is the thing, man. Say if, and I hate to talk like this, say if he did have a gun while he was running. Say if they ran upon ran upon him and everything was caught on camera and he still defended himself. Right. Would justice still truly be served? Would it be right. still recognized? There was a post I saw... Um, but of a, a young gentleman peacefully being protested, pe peacefully protesting. Something happened with 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 the cops of authority. Now he's being charged for misdemeanor stuff, but he peacefully protested. Yep. These these patterns, these systems are sad. Yep. They're 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 frustrating. Right. And like I, even the, moment, <clears throat> I even had a moment today where I was like, man, Jeff, what what would you how would you feel if you were in the family shoes? Right. Kind of changes the narrative. You know what I mean? Right. Again, I feel like I feel like a lot of our jobs are to now, I think the best thing that we can do, and I love and I appreciate, you know, my non-black friends that are checking in, but that really desire solution. Yes. Yes. Like, and we thank you for it. For those who are listening, thank you. You know what I mean? Thank you. Like we have to be more solution based and solution grounded. Yep. Um, we need some action items, man. You know what I mean? We need some right. action items. 
And I, I mean, and I believe that, honestly, and I know it looks ugly now, but I believe a lot of action items and solutions will come from this. I think right now that people are just frustrated. People just fed up. I think people are literally just fed up and they're tired. You know, they're tired. I know black folks are tired. You know what I mean? Like, I've had debates with many uh, Caucasian people that are on the opposite side of the of the ideas. You know, and I, I would tell them, like, let, let me explain to you, man. Like, when black folks get together, we don't sit around and just complain. Like, we have a good time. Like, we know what's going on. But then again, we're not, we don't forget. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, I just believe that um, we should have a lot of healthy dialogue coming from this. Truly. Yeah. Truly a lot of healthy dialogue, uncomfortable dialogue, and that's cool. We should, like we talked about on the, on the live, it's, it's okay for, for, you know, for my brothers, my sisters out there, for the black and Latino community, those that are being um, abused. Yeah. By the system and by policing and stuff, there. You know, if you want to have a conversation with people that are of Caucasian descent or what the white people of white people, and they don't understand, it's okay. That's real to have that uncomfortable conversation, especially if they're coming from a place of understanding. Give them the grace. In order for solutions to come, we have to give them the grace. Yeah, they might say something that's a little crazy because they don't understand. And I think that's one thing we have to be mindful of when we sit down with people that they don't understand the nuances of our culture. Right. They might appreciate certain aspects of it. The music, the style, the slang, yeah. the, 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 the sauce we bring, but they don't understand the nuances. So when we have these armored conversations and you're trying to break down the nuances, just remember to have grace. And then yeah. the opposite end, we talked about this in an in a early episode. For those who who are who want to have these conversations, but you don't want to offend people when you have these conversations, I would just advise you to do a lot more listening than give an opinion. Yeah. Because I think that's more than anything. What is happening right now is that the black community feel like people don't listen to them. Whenever we bring up an issue like police brutality, we're always getting pushed back with, well, the numbers say this. As we see in all three of these cases, the paperwork was opposite of what took place, literally. So that means what? The numbers aren't real. They're fudged because this is based off of paperwork. So if police officers make mistakes, what's the best way to cover up your your, your mistakes? It's from the reports you you have to write, right? So just listen. Don't throw the percentages out there. Listen to people who are living the life. And I promise you, it's going to end with a hug. You probably you going to get invited to the cookout. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> my mama going to love you. I'm telling you, like, it's the most loving thing. Man, mama going to tell you to come through. She going to cook for you, give you some lemonade. You know what I'm saying? Give you a nice mama hug. You ever had a black mama hug? Yo, those are the best. Best hugs, boy. And the mugs will break you down. You start crying for no reason. Damn. <laughs> and the mama be asking you, she'll tell you about the Lord. She'll say, like, let me pray for you. I'm telling <laughs> you. Hey, 
Hey, and a white mama hugs is good too, boy. Those mugs be so compassionate, bro. It <laughs> just feel All like warm. feel like Campbell's soup to the soul. You know Holding that thing, brother. So I'm saying, like, <laughs> we, we, can, we can learn from each other, man. I just want us to get to that place. Yeah. I believe, you know what, man? I want to be, and that's one thing I'm trying to tell myself with watching this. It's like, man, we're going to get there. We gonna, It's ugly right now, but we're going to get there. I yeah. see it. We're going to get there. It had to be ugly in order to be. I love what Mike Todd said today. He's like, it's a mosaic, bruh. It's like broken glasses, of uh, uh, fragments of glasses about to come together to make a beautiful picture, man. Right. Yeah. And it, you know what? And, and we got to be real. There's some things that we probably will always deal with. And I saw, and that's reality. We probably, we're always going to deal with racism. That's real. We're always going to deal with some form of police brutality. But I believe we have an opportunity now to finally have understanding. Yeah. Understanding. And I think more than anything, that's what we're fighting for is to understand like, yo, it's different for me than it is for you. You might not see it every day, but trust me when I'm telling you it's different. You know what I'm saying? And um, I believe that we're getting there, man. And um, I'm going to be honest, like I'm... <laughs> I got, I text y'all, I was like, man, I'm not gonna lie, I'm proud of us. I'm proud of the communities, I'm proud. Man, like, when I saw the Amish, I said, bruh, look, I don't know how they got the word, how they got the message, but they came out and sung them them hymns. I said, hey, may the Lord watch, you feel me? May the Lord watch. Yes, sir. That's a beautiful thing, man. Like, don't run up on the Amish. I'm gonna tell you the the writers and looters, don't do that to the Amish, they will kill you. I'm telling you right now. On (laughs) spot. They will shoot you, and they will pray for you as the ambulance come. You know what I'm saying? The scene to you, they might give you a pie. You know what I'm saying? My God, don't uh, but don't run up on the Amish. They they're not the ones you want to do that to. I'm telling you, bro. They look sweet and wholesome, but don't do that. You, you go you go you go have something in your stomach. You don't want there. You know what I'm saying? That's real. Um, but bro, like we seeing so many communities and cultures come out and support this, and that's a beautiful thing. I thought. That's beautiful, man. That's like you said. That's mosaic. That's 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 art. Yeah. God and I, I truly believe God is working, man. I put that on my face, but God is working. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. So we just got to trust His plan right now and see it through. That's when I can say to people, just see it through, man. Yeah. Man. So um. Amen. Now, <laughs> I want to say this too. I see a lot of people out there with no mask on and no gloves. Now, I don't, I don't know what y'all was... Hey, look. The road is still alive right now. You feel me? Live, very alive. So if we get shut back down, just know it's for a worthy cause. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we did it for a worthy cause. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's all love. You know what I'm saying? Hey, watch. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We did it for a worthy cause. We might get shut down for another three months, but it was for a worthy cause. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. And uh, hey, but the I don't know what's going on with y'all. Y'all get a little bit too bold. You know what I'm saying? Keep your gloves and your mask on. Bruh, like, I was thinking that was like, man, isn't the Rona still alive? <laughs> People out here, bruh, like, like we back, we we off lockdown, <laughs> bruh. Like life went back to normal. Oh, like, it will never be normal again. Yo, they ain't got a vaccine yet, yo. Come on. I'm just saying. Let's we be- can't even go back to work. Your cats is like, nah, forget that. Like, hey, but yo, hey, hey, was- I ain't mad at it, though, bro. I'm proud of them. They was like, nah, we need this to be done now. Make good decisions, though. 
<laughs> yeah, hey, you gonna go out there and make sure you put the gloves on and the mask on at all times. You feel me? Make Do good it. decisions. Make good decisions. Keep your vitamin C up. Keep your vitamin D up. You know what I'm saying? Make. You know, you're probably gonna sweat it out because you out there in the sun is turning to summer for a lot of us. Um, but still though, like just like Jeff said, make good decisions. On, you know what I'm saying? That's like telling myself decisions. all the time, bro. Stay make. hydrated. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> keep keep everything together. Make good decisions. Uh, that's all I'm saying. But man, like, um, Can't take how long you think? Back. How long you think it's gonna be like this? It's gonna be like honestly, probably for like another week and a half, two weeks. Wow. Genuinely, bro. Like, think about it. Like Trayvon, the Trayvon Martin thing. Like that didn't go away quickly. Right. Um, this one feels different than all of those. Because we didn't see Trayvon. Right. That's real. Like we. Yeah. You know, we, the, I don't know all of them, but the gentleman, because wasn't there another one in Minnesota that this took place? Yeah, Philando Castillo. Philando Castillo. We saw it on Facebook. Yeah, we said that was on Facebook. But, bro, this one was broadcasted with multiple angles. It wasn't just one angle. Yeah. Multiple. And that's the thing, too. You know, um, for those who don't know, they released another footage of him getting in a car, and it looked like the police was beating him up in the car. Yes. And then when the cop that actually put his knee on his neck came, he pulled them out of the police car and threw them down face first. And then they start pinning them down. So my thing is this. If you already have the man in the car, why do you need to pull him out? I I don't know if this is true. Yes. But I heard that I saw a clip. Somebody posted something that said that that cop and George Floyd were, were old coworkers. Yes, they worked at a club together. Yeah, he used to. He was a. They used to hire him to do security um, um, off duty. The woman was on CNN, and she said that she always felt that the officer who was arrested um, was afraid of black people because whenever there were um, incident um, incidents that happened, he will always use excessive force and call for backup. He will always pepper spray, just get really really out of line. And she yeah. said she had to talk to him multiple times and let him know, like, yo, you can't do that. Like, some things you could just talk people down or, or just let them go. She said, but when it came to, like, other nights, it's a, it's a Latino club. She said when it was other nights when it was just Latinos, he felt way more comfortable. He'll come off way more comfortable. It is what it is, man. Yeah. I, I you know, I do, I do pray that God will, will grab their hearts. I do, justice needs to be served. Yeah, consequences for your actions. You know, the consequences have to be served, but I pray that because, bruh, um, I Yeah. Yeah, it's just, it's just, man, like, you know, when you're, when you're blessed with, again, Opportunity to influence, opportunity to make change, man, and you, and you don't use it correctly. Mm-hmm. This is like this is the ugly stuff that rears, rears its head, and it's so sad. Right. Um, so sad. I'm, I think it's going to be like this until they arrest and charge the other three officers, which they need to be charged. And I don't even know why they'd even just do them all at four to all at once. Like just you should have just did it at once because now this is this is what happens. 
this is and and, and, and like I, I wanted to say this too. I know I I, I, sh I shared it on the live, but to think this all started over a fake twenty dollar bill, bro. Like just that is just wild to me, bro. Like it's so wild to think that all of that took place over a fake twenty dollar bill. <laughs> like, and I understand the young man. The young man has to do his job and call the police but for the police to react like that over a fake $20 bill I just don't get it yeah so that truly means that that could literally be me and you literally bro because like I, like I said on the live I worked at a bank for years people pass fake money off all the time because people aren't trained how to look for fake money even as a bank employee you know what I'm saying? You you would get fooled. Yeah. You know, you're trying to you balance your drawer at the end of the day, and the next thing you'd be like, oh, day. All right, well, that, that somebody slipped me a fake 20. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, it's really, it happens like that. Like, so I'm trying to figure out, like, I'm with you. Like, was it something personal for the reaction to be so, so aggressive, so deep? I don't get it. Maybe it's not for us to know. Maybe the truth will come out later. Um, But... There was a purpose behind it. I mean, it, it, this took place because because of them. Man, that's, that really breaks my heart, man, to think like, yo, over a fake $20 bill, like that literally could have been me. And I don't think he knew because like, if I'm paying you fake money, why would I stay outside and chill like it's nothing? Like if I'm trying to get away with that, I'm going to just give you that and, and bounce. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to just stay out there and chill. So I'm thinking, like, he probably didn't even know it was fake. Probably didn't even know. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just, that, and that part right there scares me because I'm like, yo, like. And my question, too, is, like, why, if you knew that it was a $20 bill, why didn't you notify him, hey, you got, this was a fake $20 bill? They did. They did. And they said that he kind of, like, brushed him off. He's like, man, you tripping. Get out of here. Which I understand, too, because, like I said, working at the bank, People react like that because they don't believe, like, what? Like, a 20? Like, what are you talking about? They don't want to believe that they, they've been duped. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I remember a time where this, I want to say, like, okay, you know how um, a Latino guy came in and was wanting me to deposit money for him. I was a teller, and I ran the money. I counted it, and I ran it. And a lot of times, like I said on the live, a lot of times, you know, as an, a bank employee, um, you will run money. Like, if it's not busy, you will, you will run the money um, because the county machine will also check a, check for fake bills. Um, and if, it, if it's a fake bill, it will just beep and it'll throw, it, will, it will throw that bill out by itself. Um, so I think I remember one time I, this guy had a bunch of cash and he had like a fake $100 bill. I think it was a, no, it was a 50 or a hundred. And I was like, Hey man, this, um, I told him, I said, this is, this is fake. You know, I'm not going to be able to, you know, we have to confiscate it. So whenever something like that happens, you, you can't give it back to the person. You have to confiscate it and we have to mail it off to like the mint or whatever. Um, so I was telling the guy, I was like, I'm sorry, man. Like, um, yeah. it's, it's, a uh, it's, a. Uh, you gave me 500, but it's going to go, only deposit 450 because this is fake. He was like, well, what do you mean it's fake? And I was like, yeah, this is this is a, a fake 50. He was like, well, how, how do you know it's fake? I said, we run it in the machine and I could kind of feel it. I was kind of showing him. And then 
he's like, man, you know, I just did a job for somebody and they paid me fake money. Like he was pissed. He was like, man, I just did this job for this person and this is nothing. They gonna just give me fake money. And I was like, yeah, I'm sorry, man. He was like, I was, I needed that 500. He was very upset about it. And it, it took him a while, like for it to process in his mind. You know what I mean? Like, dang, like dang, okay, like, okay, I can't. I'm out of fifty bucks. So I'm saying that to say, like, I could understand if the guy went to him. They said the guy went to him and was like, um, "Hey, this is a fake twenty you gave me." And they said that he was like, "Man, no, nah, whatever, get out of here." And the boy went back in, and I think another employee came in and he was telling the employee. Like, hey, you know, such and such gave me a fake 20. And they said they looked at the 20 and it was obvious. To them, it was an obvious fake because the ink wasn't fully dry on it. Um, and he, so when they called the police, they were saying, like, what well, did you try to tell the person? I was like, yeah, but so he acting a fun, he acting a kind of way. I don't know if he's if he's drunk or something like that, but he didn't want to hear me. And that's when he called the police. But for all of that, though, still over a fake 20. Like, I just don't understand it. Like, it's a fake $20 bill, bro. You can just give somebody a ticket or a fine or... I don't think they didn't do that. I think when it's a fake money like that, I think you could get arrested if it's a certain amount of money that you're passing off. But if it's something like that, basically the police will come and they'll just say, like, hey, where did you get that from? Boom, boom, boom. Might give you a fine, something like that. But I've never heard of... Well, when I worked in a bank, bro, we've never once called the police. That's crazy. Never. They, we never once called the police. They just said, hey, if that happens, you take it and you do not give it back to the customer. You have to mail that off. You have to report it, basically. So I don't know why that happened the way it did. And that's the frustrating part for me, honestly, when I think about it. It's like, wow, that really could have been me, bro. Like, hmm. that's crazy. Yeah. Change is coming, bro. RIP George Floyd. Changes coming. Black Lives Matter. And like we were saying off the, off the line, you know, um, he was very, he was he was he was known within the Christian hip hop community. You know, he he was one of the people that in the, the community of Houston that when they wanted to like reach out and do some evangelizing um, in the community, that he was one of the OGs they would go talk to, and he would rather you know gather up some young folks. He will attend the Bible study with the with the people. So it's just it's so weird, bro. All of this is just weird the way it went down. Yeah. Hmm. But God knows. Yeah, he does. God knows, bro. Man, so like uh what's next, man? What's next? Just hope that I'm hoping that I can I can have more more conversations. You know what I mean? Build right. bridges of, of, of community and trust. And um, I think that's what's next, man. It has to be next. If if things don't change on a majority level, then they at least can start out at a minority level for sure. Absolutely. Having honest dialogue, building uh, bridges for forgiveness. Yes. Um, restitution res- res- and resolution. And I'm um, continuing to, continuing to, you know, just develop, you know, focus and, and. So Baraka said something that was interesting. He said that um, he believes that America 
is dealing with a sin they refuse to repent about. Huh. I was like, woo. It is what it is, brother. Thank you, may the Lord watch. Between between me and thee, while we're happy, one from another. You feel me? Yeah. But, uh, man, you know, uh, like I said, man, we're going to get there, man. I truly believe it. We're going to get there. It's ugly now, but look, man, we just got to see it through. Um, to the tribe, stay safe out there. Please stay safe. Reach out to us if you want to hear. You know what I'm saying? If you want to talk, you want to chop it up, you want to get on a live with us, hit us up on the on the on on the other handles. You man, you know what I mean? Yeah. Twitter, Facebook, IG. We active on IG. Hit us up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, me personally, hit me up at R A Y M E L L J A M A L at Raynell Jamal. You know what I mean? That's on Twitter, Facebook, and IG. Hit us up, Jeff. You can find me at J.A. Davis I.I. Um, on Twitter and Instagram. And you can also find me um, at jdavis.co um, in regards to, like, you know, just everything. And I'll probably do some write-ups soon in regards to, like, my emotions and what I'm feeling and things of that nature. And, again, hopefully just give a voice. Absolutely. Um, give a voice to, to reason. And, again, I open open the door for any conversation from – Yes. Any conversation black and black and non-black. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Because I I you know, I think there also in this time can be some some black to black resolution as well. Mm-hmm. Not so much even black on black crime, but just black to black resolution. Right. Because there's been there's been some division even in the black community, if we really want to be honest about it. Right. African American community. Like there's really right. conversations that need to take place. You know what I mean? So Right. Yeah. And also to every other ethnicity that is choosing to be down with this movement, we thank you, appreciate you. We appreciate your efforts, your work, for those who are doing it peacefully, for those who are truly like the Amish, you know what I mean? Now, I showed Jeff a picture of the witches. Now, look, I'm praying for you, okay? That that startled me, I'm not gonna lie to you. I saw the witches, the witches say they throw hexes. I don't look, I don't know about all that. I'm gonna leave that over there. I'm gonna pray for them too, all right? Yeah. I don't know how to say thank you or nothing. I don't know. I, I look. I'm like that between the Lord. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But uh, for those who are choosing to, to to stand up and use their voice, their platform to speak out against injustice, and this is another thing too. I want to make very clear. A lot of people, I see a lot of people online saying like, you know, they want to say this is not a, a race matter. Boom, boom. You're right to a certain extent. Yes, we don't know if the cop was racist or not. We understand that. But this is a humanity issue. Yeah. This is a police brutality issue. We all can get behind that. We all shouldn't want that. Now, maybe for the black community, we're not saying that this particular situation is racist, but is it is an offspring of racism yeah. that is unchecked and that they've been dealing with for so long and speaking about for so long. And this is one of those issues that when black community try to speak about it, it automatically gets shut down because I believe that it's hard for people to think that this is what takes place. Yeah. You know, a lot of people still believe, <laughs> like me and my parents talking about this, a lot of people believe that whatever the police say is golden. Like they can't lie. Like they always do stuff by the book. And that's where the disconnect comes from. But I think now people are starting to see like, yo, what they've been saying is real and we want to be able to support them. So if you're doing it for those reasons, 
if we're not, we might, if we're not going to all agree on every single issue, and that's okay. But we thank you. We thank you for for choosing the Blend Your Voice, your platform, for coming out and marching, and for the Black community, the Latino community, those that are mostly abused by this. It's okay not to be okay. Yeah. It's okay to cry. It's okay to be frustrated. You know what I mean? It's okay to just want to just want to sit in silence and just process it. But no, whatever it is, don't do anything that you're going to regret or that's going to hold you back from moving forward. We all can move forward from this and we can do it together. So we just want to thank you from the, the Tribe Called Blessed podcast. Hit us yeah. up. We love you. And you know, I'm going to leave you the way I leave you each and every time. God never told you or told us to figure them out. He only told us to trust him. And we're going to need that more than ever. Yes, sir. Salute. Cheers.